Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ditch the whites. Take the, the steps, make sure you are super disciplined with your daily steps and then go to bed as early as possible and sleep as as long as you can, around seven, eight hours ideally. These three strategies would be enough to see significant changes on the scale and in the way you feel. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest, Larissa Patrini, is an age reversal expert and epigenetic specialist known for turning back the clock. 10 years, ladies, 10 years. Grab a pen and paper because you're definitely going to want to take notes. And I'm not done. She is the founder of Bodyology, 
a proprietary system designed to help high-performing women reverse their age and sizzle with energy and confidence in their midlife years. Hundreds of high-achieving women have sought her help to get back in shape, overcome chronic fatigue, solve dry and sagging skin, and deal with moods and hormonal imbalances. She is currently working with celebrities and physicians from Switzerland, Netherlands, and U.S. and shares her knowledge as a contributor for Thrive Global, Harper's Bazaar, Elle, Forbes, and Shape Magazines. Ladies, I'm going to ask all the questions for you because I'm all about reversing the time. And she's saying 10 years, so you bet your ass I'm definitely going to ask her all of the questions on how do we do this. So please help me by welcoming Larissa Petrini. Hey, Larissa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Your energy is contagious. I, I should say <laughs> that. Because what we say is uh, we give back 10 years of vitality. So you have the vitality, you have the energy. So nice. what else do you need? <laughs> yeah. So it's all about energy and vitality. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. So you live in Europe, right? Yes, yes, yes. What yes, part of Europe? As I said, it's 9 p.m. Eastern Europe. It's 9 p.m. on my end. What time is it on your end? So right Forgot now it's 12.17 p.m. Oh, right before lunchtime. You see, it's so interesting. <laughs> So yeah. tell me how you became an age reversal expert. Oh, it's a, it's a very interesting story. And uh, my previous career is actually very, very different from this domain. I uh, uh, was a managing partner for one of a, a very, very successful. Uh, I, I wanted to say one of the most successful. I will just say uh, one of the most successful communication and public relations agencies for 15 years. Wow. I, I, uh, I, I spent 15 years of my life in this communication domain. And everything changed back in uh, 2009 when two interesting events happened. The first one was uh, an unexpected divorce. This is interesting because your uh, area of ex expertise is, <laughs> is here, right, <laughs> is in, the, in this domain. So this was a very uh, shocking, I should say, uh, news and then event. And the, the whole process I went through was uh, interesting to to the least. Um, later, if I would need to go back and look back, actually, I would say it was a gift. It was a great thing happening yeah. in my life because I uh, I had the opportunity to grow, to evolve, to transform even my career. I can say thank you to my previous partner because of that. Um, the second thing, this happened a few months after I was misdiagnosed with thyroid cancer. And oh, wow. thanks God, it was a misdiagnosed, but it was powerful enough or shocking enough for me to literally um, had this in, in Greece, the, 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 the term for it is uh, metanoia. So it was a very, um, I'm trying to find the word for, for this type of, of event that's changing it sounds or very shifting traumatic. completely, yeah, very completely traumatic. your your life. Yeah. So uh, the first thing I did was to to spend two months in the middle of jungle in Malaysia. This was in Borneo, uh, far away from my son, far away from everything, from wow. the job, from my parents, from the dear ones. So I said to myself, I need this time with myself without technology. Uh, I ended up without electricity as well because in the middle of jungle you don't have such <laughs> such thing. Uh, I mean, you don't have no, not even water to to shower. So we we uh, it it was it was a bit extreme, but exactly what I needed back then. So I spent this I like to call it mini sabbatical in the jungle in Borneo, and that was the moment the pivotal moment, I should say, when I decided I'm going to do something else, not only with my personal life, but also with my career. So I had no idea what 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 the, the domain will, would be or will be. Uh, my mom uh, spent most of, 
of her career in the same domain. She's very passionate about health and nutrition. She had a business in this uh, domain. So um, I started to, to, to search. I started to spend a lot of time with myself and ask myself, what do I like? Uh, what are my passions? Uh, what I would love to actually do and how I would love to serve. Because the first one of the first conclusions I had back then in 2009 was the fact that I am very good at what I do, but I don't really, really enjoy. I don't feel like I, I help enough yeah. by doing public relations and communication. So I spent those two months and then uh, it took me months uh, until I, I reached the conclusion that I'm going to do something around women's health. Yeah. And then I ended up with uh, enrolled in the first uh, nutrition school, health and nutrition school in New York. And then a few others followed. I moved from nutrition to, to sleep. That was the second uh, certificate, not, not the second certification, but the second topic uh, or subject I wanted to certify myself on. And then the third one was epigenetics. Um, this is the very, very short version of my story. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely, I mean, there were many, many, I should say struggles, also failures, also lessons. Um, what was your I biggest would... struggle? So what was the biggest struggle or failure during that time? You got a divorce there's all of these insecurities, like just kind of hearing it in you, all of these insecurities that come along with it. And you mentioned it came as a shock. You know, you had, you had your son, how old was your son when you guys um, got divorced? He was three. Oh, so he gosh. was, uh, he was He's a toddler. Still yeah. 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 Still a baby. And, um, it was, um, I would say the first shock was the the fact that I found out my my uh, previous partner and former husband has another relationship and another child. <laughs> so that was oh. pretty shocking, right? And then the second shock was to I, I left everything behind, like yeah. our beautiful apartment. We just we, we we bought back then an apartment and refurbished it beautifully and everything. And I said, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. I just want to move on. Yeah. I just want to feel powerful and free and to be in charge of my own destiny. And this is my next step. So I did that. And then, of course, my previous husband was almost 10 years older than me. So he was also very much in charge with lots of stuff like admin stuff and uh, invoices and papers and all this stuff. So um, another wake-up call, I don't want to say shock because it, because it wasn't shock. I was running an agency back then, a company. So I, I was used to actually lead and manage, right? But still, when you see yourself, see in the mirror, uh, have a look in the mirror and uh, you are faced with so many things you need to deal with right? Going through the divorce and then moving into a new place and then having a toddler asking you, where is my room and where is our apartment? And yeah, yeah, where is my dad? So all these questions. And it was right before Christmas. So lots of things uh, came uh, came into unexpected things started to happen in my life. Um, and then also these big questions, right? Almost existential questions about what I'm going to do next. Do I love what I do? Yeah. And I did my mistakes. I did, I had my, my, uh, my, uh, somehow, um, part of doing mistakes or, or, or not being fully aware, fully present, both in the relationship, like, Working too much, for example, overworking, right? Um, not being able to spend enough quality time with my family. I had, I, I, sorry, no, it's okay. I was going to ask you, you, as you're saying that, is there a part of you that, that assumes guilt for the divorce because mm, of working so much? I would not say that because it, I always, I, I, I truly think when it comes to a separation, yeah. Both partners uh, have 
responsible or part of the responsibility, right? It's not just one partner's responsibility or guilt. Mm -hmm. And looking back and also uh, being a coach myself and being certified as a coach as well, I, I had some of the tools back then, not all the tools, definitely to work on myself and to, to, to be able to understand and label my emotions and process them and so on. I wasn't able to do the level of thought work I do as we speak. That was another thing, but I learned a lot in, in the process. So I wouldn't say it was my fault or I feel guilty for that. I can definitely take part of the responsibility for it. I love that you said that. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure I clarified that too, um, just because I, I, it sounds like you, you were working and you were doing, you were doing the things to go out and thrive and provide for the family. Mm -hmm. And you can acknowledge that that played into some of, you know, the demise of the relationship. And I'm Mm -hmm. so glad you were able to say, and that's, I'm not responsible for all of it. Mm-hmm. Not resp- I, yeah. I love that you were able to say that. So I just wanted to provide some clarity to you for the listeners. But yeah. 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 So um, how many years? 13, right? 13 years passed. So it's not wow. a fresh event. No. It's not a fresh memory. However, it's um, it's uh, it's there. And it's one of the most uh, important events of my life, for sure. Yeah. What would you say would, was your huge your biggest mistake, your biggest failure during this process? Looking back, it's interesting. I would say challenges. I almost feel like avoiding the word failure, not because I I, I truly believe in in, in failure as we speak, but this is now. Yeah. Looking, Looking at everything that anyone would label as failure, I would say it's just a a lesson or a series of lessons. Failures Mm -hmm. are actually there to teach us something, right? Mm -hmm. They are almost inevitable. And I would say at least half of our life, and this is especially for those who are courageous to actually move forward and grow and, and overcome their level of growth and condition, right? So failure as I see it today, is absolutely necessary. So the more you fail, the better you get and the the the, the faster you grow, right? Mm-hmm. But back then I had lots of challenges and struggles and then a few years passed and then I took the decision to completely shift my career. Everyone said, you are crazy, everyone around me, including my mom including my parents, my brother, everyone was like, are you crazy? (laughs) You are on the cover of magazines and in all the tops and you have an impeccable reputation and this beautiful image and you earn a a nice salary and you are a managing partner and so on. Everyone respects you. I mean, why do you need something else? You have comfort, everything is there. So what's missing? And I was like, what's missing is, is the passion, the fire, there yes. is no fire inside that's burning. So I you're like, something. I'm missing. I'm missing yes, from I'm this missing. equation. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, this happened in, I took the decision uh, back then, the first, first time I, I had the courage to say, I'm going to do completely something else. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to shift my career. So that was 2009. And then it took me a few good years until end of 2014. So I needed five years to actually certify myself, be not 100% sure, but pretty sure this is the avenue. So um, I just followed my passion. I started by working with pretty much every type of target market, if I would need to use some some marketing terms, right? So I was working with kids. I was working with professional athletes, men, women. And then I kept asking myself, what do I really love to do? Who is that person I would actually serve over and over and over and never Mm -hmm. get bored or never say that I, I, I don't like working with or I don't like serving? And the answer was coming always back and that was 
woman, a woman. I love working with women. I love serving women. And then I narrowed even more. Like I, I did the, the, the funneling process, mm-hmm. if I can call it like that. And I ended up with women in their 40s. Mm. I am almost 44 as well. So I'm also someone who goes through all these changing process so because many. there are so many changes in so our forties. Yeah. And, um, I, uh, I learn a lot while I go through the process and then I also coach and teach my clients. So as we speak, most of my clients, I would say 98% of my clients with just two exceptions are women. From yeah. all over the world, I work with women from US, women from Canada, women from Europe, and they are from 35 to 55. So they are not always 40 plus because they some of them also want to do prevention. They want to learn about what's coming. <laughs> and I know. It's inevitable, right? So this is um, this is uh, this is what I do. So as we, I know when I turned 40, it was like okay, you know. I'm 40. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. almost 80. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember this is what you said to yourself. I oh. did. I did. And I was just like, okay, holy moly. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get, um, wrinkles and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm starting to get gray hair. And I take a lot of pride in the fact that I haven't dyed my hair since my 15, no, since I was pregnant for my 15, who's going to be 16 years old soon. So I haven't dyed my hair since then. However, I've noticed that I'm starting to get gray hair and I'm noticing, you know, lines and yeah, you bet your ass I'm at, you know, um, my dermatologist to whatever injection you think I need. Like I will follow Mm -hmm. your lead. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. with 40, there's so many changes we go through that I don't think we're necessarily prepared for. And there's so many, you know, for us, let's face it, there's so many insecurities women carry. So many mm-hmm. insecurities women carry. And, right? And now we're turning 40. We're not losing weight the way we used mm-hmm. to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, our vision is there's like some challenges with our vision. I mean, I never wore glasses. I've had like the best vision ever. And now I blame it on me staring at the screen, even though I know secretly that, yeah, it's age. But there are all of these things that are starting to happen. And I remember even saying to myself, oh my God, this means I'm dying. This means I am like, this is preparing me for death. Gray hair, wrinkles are starting to happen. My eyesight's going like, oh my God, what's happening? And this is not something we talk about at all Mm -hmm. because it's like, Mm -hmm. I want people to still question how old I am. And the minute I say I'm getting older than I'm admitting and I'm surrendering to this process that I don't even want to be on. Whoever put me on this roller coaster, get me off because I don't want to be on this roller coaster Mm of 40 Mm -hmm. and over. And yet I'm Mm -hmm. here. And so what would you say are one of the biggest challenges for us women that are in our 40s? Well, I will I will uh, say to you and everyone listening, and this might be a bit surprising coming from my end, right? Because everything I do is science-based. We have a look into your DNA. There is a very thorough report. It's a 200 pages report. We also have our own algorithm and app. So it, it's, it's a very complex process. And based on what we see there, what we find there, we design a tailor-made, a very personalized um, strategy. We call it epigenetic plan. And this is something you put on rinse and repeat for the rest of your life because your DNA is not changing, but what you do from the epigenetic perspective can actually be a game changer. This what is can that? Absolutely. What is that is very different from one person to another. So first of all, we need to see how you, Veronica, or mm-hmm. anyone doing this, uh, this testing reacts to certain foods, certain mm-hmm. macros. And then also we, we have a look at micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, right? In my case, for example, um, 
there are certain micronutrients that I, I lack, I tend to lose. So first of all, my body doesn't have the, the, the chance to, to take everything, all those nutrients, yummy stuff from the food. And then even if this is happening at a different percentage or, or level than, than other people, I tend to lose those. Selenium is an example in my case, and it's different for everyone, right? Uh, another example, and I will also give myself as an example, just because I don't want to use uh, uh, data from my for my clients since they are confidential. I am sensitive to uh, to fats, not to all every single type of fat, but I am sensitive to saturated fats, mm-hmm. which means uh, when it comes to to butter, to French cheese. Who doesn't like that, right? Oh, yeah, there are certain types of, uh, yeah, exactly. So certain types of of fats are not good for me. So when I started to pay attention and also eliminate those from my diet, I saw huge improvements. And it's not just about fats. I started to actually. Uh, optimize my diet, optimize my lifestyle overall, take into account and and really follow my chronotype. This has to do with my sleep. And we are very different here. It's not, we don't have the same recipe for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. There are some general uh, recommendations, what I like to call one size fits all, but but they are, I would say, 20% of the game. If you really want to turn back the clock, and this is something that we can also demonstrate. So you do the initial testing, you mm-hmm. do the genetic report, and then you get your epigenetic strategy. You also get your biological age, because this is what we do. We turn back the clock, but we turn back the biological clock, not the chronological clock. Mm-hmm. So when I say turning back the clock, I mean turning back your biological age. We cannot change what's on your ID, obviously, Damn it. right? Damn it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But you, you wouldn't even care, right? What's on your ID? Who cares about that? As long as you feel, look and feel 10 years younger, right? So you can also do the the retest like take the test again 6 months or one one year after of course you need to follow the protocol absolutely and you can actually see how you, how the clock turned back and wow. how many years right and could be 3 years 5 years even 10 years so we can do it up to 10 years and you can see this it's what's going on at the, at the cellular level inside your body however you need to follow the the strategy you need to follow the protocol. So what you said is very interesting, and there is a there is still even though books are on the market, there are articles. From my perspective, not enough articles and books on the subject. We might uh, see, read, and also try to to comprehend. But when it comes to actually experiencing the way we feel in our body and even the way our body looks. And I heard so many women saying, I have a look in the mirror and I don't recognize mm, this, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this, this home anymore. Yeah. I want my body back. Where is my body? And it's not only body. It's also the way we feel overall, right? We feel tired most of the time. At times we also feel like, um, and some of this, uh, and you as a therapist know better, some of these feelings or emotions are also self-created, right? Overwhelm, mm-hmm. for example, confusion. They have to do a lot with our thoughts and how we position ourselves uh, in the equation. However, biology is there. And I oftentimes say time and uh, uh, time and um, gravity, they are unforgiving, right? It doesn't mean we cannot change some of the things. There are lots of things we can change. However, we can do it up to a point. And you said something about injections. You said something about uh, procedures earlier. And yes, they are helpful, really helpful. And some of them are super helpful, helpful for some women, and some of them 
will actually give no benefit to other women. Mm -hmm. And this is also coming out from our report. There is a very strong skincare pillar in the report showing us and helping us personalize the whole protocol, whether it's about the type of lotions and potions Mm -hmm. or the type of procedures. For example, uh, highly invasive procedures, and this is a very interesting conversation we have with our clients, not every single procedure is good for every single woman. If you have high, what we call high dermal, dermal sensitivity in your report, we will not recommend you to go on that avenue in which you actually take into account a, a, a highly invasive procedure. Mm-hmm. So you need to know what's good for you and also honor your biology, honor your DNA. So going back to what's going on in our 40s and how our biology is not helpful, unfortunately, you said uh, you you mentioned some of the some of the things happening there, um, such as, for example, sleep is one of the topics, mm-hmm. right? And uh, most of my clients complain about sleep. Sleep, mm-hmm. not necessarily number of hours they sleep. They complain about the quality of sleep. In other words, they sleep enough. But when they wake up, they don't feel like they're rested. They don't feel like they can start a fresh new day with a full battery, as I like to call yeah. it, right? And our bodies is one of the most intelligent systems on the planet. I, I I say this over and over and over. And even though it's magnificent, it doesn't come with a lifetime warranty or a user's manual. Yeah. And this is why I, I love what I do because it's your um, this amazing machine. Your body is programmed by your genes, whether we like we like this or not, right? And many of the adaptations that helped our ancestors survive are now making us fat. You mentioned weight, overweight, and the mm-hmm. the, the, the difficulty in, in getting rid of that extra pounds, wrinkly. Mm-hmm. Right. And who who doesn't want to actually get rid of wrinkles and extra fat? Right. And we can press the right buttons. We can get those shortcuts once we know what's going on in our body. This is why well, the reason why I love so much to use genetics in the process, because it's one thing to to do a, a blood analysis and have a look at what's going on right now in your body and a completely different situation when you actually understand what you are predisposed to, mm-hmm. whether it's about wrinkles, whether it's about lifestyle diseases, whether it's about mental health or sleep or the way you respond to stress. So all this uh, information uh, is very, very helpful for us to design that strategy. So what... What is epigenetic exactly? I understand it has to do with genes. What exactly is this? Can you break that down? So epigenetics, I will explain it very simple so that we will not go we will not go into into the manual explanation. So epi is coming from epi means above. It's it's a it's a Greek prefix and it means above. In other words, you have your genetic blueprint and then everything you do every single day, in other words, lifestyle, right? Every single decision, lifestyle decision you take mm-hmm. or follow is all about epigenetics. In other words, what you can influence in the lifestyle so that you will not turn on those problematic genes you inherited. Mm. Epigenetics would help you actually navigate and turn off or deactivate those problematic genes. You can be, for example, you could be predisposed to type 2 diabetes. If you follow a prevention protocol, you can actually totally avoid type 2 diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. And never activate those genes. And it's, of course, just an example. I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. 
However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time. You've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session. We are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951-395-3288. Again, that number is 951-395-3288. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. It sounds like this is what you're in, you're providing people is this protocol. It's like this guide on how to truly reverse time. And I love how you said that biological time, not the chronological time by (laughs) initially doing this assessment followed with, you know, them providing you with a, a plan after the assessment of what steps need to be taken to move you forward. Yeah, for example, muscles. This is another interesting uh, topic for for us all. Even though there is not enough education in regards to muscle mass, so many women don't consume enough. They don't simply don't consume enough proteins. This is one of the biggest issues uh, um, with with keeping the weight. I mean, keeping your shape or having a, the shape you you want and desire. Um, when we don't consume enough proteins, first of all, we lose a lot of muscle mass as Mm -hmm. we age. So Mm -hmm. our muscle mass decline and also gets replaced by fat. If we don't follow or don't do anything, we don't do a, we don't have a prevention plan for that. Of course, we don't like what we see in the mirror, right? We lose five pounds of muscle every decade. That's a significant amount it might sound like it's not a lot but it is so five pounds of muscle every decade starting 30 so we can do the math and by the age 50 we've lost 15 one five percent of our lean body mass and by 70 yeah it's significant by 70 it's 30 percent loss per decade it's called sarcopenia. It's uh, it's documented very well document documented by studies, but we don't really talk about that. So, on one side, we need to make sure we consume enough protein. This would be one of the things to do, and then we need to keep moving. Mm. And we do the opposite. Instead of even if we go outside and do do our daily steps, right? Of course, it's it doesn't mean it's enough. Yeah. That would be the, the 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 best strategy for weight loss until we lose those extra pounds, and then of course we can, and we should start uh, lifting some weights as well. But instead of intensifying the the the, the effort, we do the opposite, right? Yeah. We we don't move as much. We are more comfortable. As we age, we we don't, and also because we are more stressed, and there are all these emotions like overwhelm and confusion, and we need to take care of our kids and career and so on. So there are lots of reasons why we do that. But if we have at least the awareness about what's going on in our body, I hope we will start moving more. So this topic about muscle uh, mass is very important and interesting for for my clients as well because we talk about it and they they are like oh my god I had no awareness in regards to what's going on inside my body I just Mm -hmm. see the extra weight on the scale but I had no awareness around proteins around who's teaching us how to eat right most women go or move from diet to diet and diets are the opposite of what I'm trying to explain going through or being in this diet mentality 
and constantly keeping yourself uh, or starving yourself is actually doing the opposite to your muscles. Because as we lose weight, we also lose muscle mass. If there is no one teaching you or explaining to you how to do that so that you will not lose so much muscle mass, you will end up with a little, I mean, significantly lowered muscle mass and then also the risk for you to binge eat, right? You starve, you binge, you starve, you binge. Mm -hmm. Muscle mass is gone and then it's difficult to actually go back in balance. It's gotcha. very difficult to eat normal, to, to I think you just explained of all of our lives. Yeah, because that's... <laughs> I'm, so yeah. let's say, if you guys are watching this video, Larissa looks absolutely amazing. Let's <laughs> say, how do, so how do I do this? How do I start? Help me mm-hmm. step back so I want to I go ahead and start. Right now, Larissa, what do mm-hmm. I do? What, what steps do I start to take so that I... I, I I reel back that biological clock. What do I mm-hmm. need to do? Okay. So before giving you some some tips and some general mm-hmm. one size fits all, as I as I called them earlier, I will list the ten conditions stealing everyone's youth. Yeah. And we might not be aware about those. So getting fat or keeping that extra weight for long. This is one of them. Sitting too much. Even though we we might go to the gym or exercise, sitting is still an issue because it's one thing to do a workout and another thing to actually take a walk. This is very different. So doing the steps is crucial and this is part of my list of solutions. Um, medication. This is serious. Medications and taking pills for almost everything. And specifically those pills that have to do with anxiety and stress. And so many women also use pills for sleep and they are not helpful. Um, Very tied to getting fat and keeping that extra weight are carbs and processed foods. And I'm not talking about carbs in general. I'm talking about refined carbs. Uh, Losing muscle mass. I just mentioned that this is number five. So losing that muscle mass without having a prevention plan to actually keep the muscle mass in place, Uh, sleeping less and less, so having sleep issues, Um, insufficient vitamin D is also on the list. So many people, I don't want to say just women, so many people uh, have uh, have this issue and they are not aware of it. And this can be easily checked with a blood work. You don't need a super fancy test for or testing process for this. Stress and stress, uh, this is also your area of expertise. Uh, since you're a therapist, is in the eye of the beholder. So there are ways in which we can manage stress. Social isolation, I feel like, uh, saying this especially after covid and lockdown yeah this is an issue for Mm -hmm. so many people um especially in the in the last few years and then also lacking vision and purpose yeah like you feel you are in a prison you don't like what you do and this is part of my story right i was successful in the eyes of so many people around me but i wasn't feeling I, I I felt like my purpose is not there and yeah. I'm not fulfilled so these are all stealing our youth and as you can see it's not only about physical health it's also about relationships and and emotional health and even even mental health is there so um the fastest way to age is to gain weight to Uh, mess up with our blood sugar by eating pretzels and croissants and biscuits and bread sit a lot on our on on the desk like in front of our computer feel chronically stressed and anxious Mm -hmm. and eat top inflammatory foods Mm. and i will start with the solutions now so one very easy strategy we can take into account is to stay away from what i like to call whites and the whites are sugar, flour. So no sugar, no flour. It's the easiest thing for everyone to do. Easiest, probably, I mean, it's the, it's simple. I don't want to say easy, actually. It's simple, it's not easy. 
Yeah. It's not easy because there is a everything has sugar. Everything has yes, sugar. Yes, uh, yes, and sugar is also addictive mm-hmm. from the chemical point of view or mm-hmm. biological or physiological point of view. So sugar and flour are both addictive. So it's not easy, but it's possible. Keeping our weight uh, or 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 taking care of our weight, I I, I think it's a better way to to say it like that. It's it's simple. It's not very complicated, even though there are so many books, so many protocols, so many diets. There are 40,000 diets on the market, 40,000. Do they work? No. How do we know that? 95% of those going from one diet to another put the weight back Yeah. in maximum one year. Mm-hmm. It's coming from studies. So dieting or, or being in this diet mentality is not working. It's not uh, it's not efficient, it's not effective. I think it's a better word. So no sugar, no flour. Also limiting, I don't say you should completely ditch, but it's helpful when it comes to inflammation. And when I say inflammation, I mean chronic inflammation. And this sets the stage for most diseases. Uh, the third white, as I like to call it, would be dairy, dairy products. So we still consume those, but not in significant quantities. We can have Greek yogurt, but we need to pay attention to, I mentioned the the French cheese earlier, we need to pay attention to certain types of dairy products. So this would be the no whites protocol. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when I say no flour, it's no flour, no Almond flour, nothing with flour in the description or in the, on the label, right? <laughs> There's no cheese so on this some one. People, yeah, exactly. So some people are trying to, or some women uh, are trying to, to, to actually find a, a healthier version, right? Mm-hmm. There is no healthier version when it comes to flour. Of course, it's a no. So no flour. Yeah, Nobody's eating flour. No flour. Yeah, yeah. No sugar, no flour, and limited amount of dairy. This is the no, no uh, whites protocol. The next one would be sleep. And this is something very interesting because it's uh, we spend 30% of our life sleeping and it looks like 30% of the population have issues with sleep and 56 if I'm not wrong about this percentage of women are dealing with significant sleep issues. So this is a very interesting huge. and important topic, huge amount, I mean huge percentage. And um they are either dealing with quantity issues when it comes to sleep, like they don't sleep enough in terms of hours or quality. They sleep enough and they wake up tired. Mm-hmm. They are like, I don't know what's happening. I, I had eight hours of sleep and I still feel super, super tired. Mm-hmm. So taking care of our sleep is so important. Having a nighttime routine, going to bed pretty much at the same hour, waking up pretty much at the same hour, catching what I like to call the prime time hours. And these are between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Inside this prime time, we get the best hormones possible. Our body is so generous with us and it's the only interval. So we cannot say, I'm going to sleep Uh, until 10 a.m. tomorrow morning or I'm gonna catch up during the weekend because this is not going to give you back those yummy hormones your body's producing exactly in that interval and I'm talking about human growth hormone this is also called the youth hormone so Mm -hmm. if we want less wrinkles we want to look glowing we want to feel younger to have more energy we need to make sure we go to bed as much as possible around 10 p.m. And I know this is not a great news for most of your listeners Mm -hmm. because we have so many things to do in the evening, right? And for for some of us, it's Netflix. For for some other uh, uh, women or people would be working on their business or, um, I don't know, spending some more time with the dear ones. Every single person has a different reason. However, this is what we miss. And especially for women, human growth hormone, it's a great hormone. It's the most important hormone helping us do prevention in regards to breast cancer. Mm. It's the best strategy we can actually take into account for breast cancer prevention. 
The second yummy hormone we get inside this interval is melatonin. This is also called the sleep hormone. We get two, I like to call them injections from our body. One is around 10 p.m. The other one is around 4 a.m. Yeah. Most of my clients, when they come my way, they complain about waking up around 4 a.m. And one potential reason is the fact that they don't produce, their body doesn't produce enough melatonin anymore. And mm-hmm. this is happening as we age. We lose melatonin. Our body is not producing enough. And this is also very much linked with youth. Yeah. So melatonin is an important hormone. I'm not suggesting your listeners would start taking melatonin. This is not the right way to do it. They need to talk to a specialist and and, uh, this should be prescribed by someone who uh, knows how to assess this. However, this could be one of the strategies to actually supplement with melatonin, but it's not the number one strategy. Mm. The number one strategy would be to have a healthy routine before going to bed. Close the screens as much as possible because screens are interfering with our body's ability to produce enough melatonin. Uh, Having a light meal before going to bed, making sure we eat at least two hours before we go to bed instead of eating right before going to bed, Um, making sure we don't consume alcohol, we don't consume caffeine, the the temperature in the bedroom is the right one, the level of humidity is also the right one, 30 to 50% humidity. So there are uh, certain I don't want to call them rules. I would call them recommendations in regards to routine and also the way we set the environment for a great sleep that most of us, even though we know them, we don't follow them. No. Right? It's easier to go with the flow. It's easier to say, oh, I, I had a such a terrible day. I deserve to watch a Netflix movie. And mm-hmm. then it's 1 a.m. And mm-hmm. we are like, oh, my God, it's 1 a.m. <laughs> I, I should take the, a shower and then prepare for bed and so on. And then 2 p.m., 2 a.m., sorry, it's, it's there. And then we all only catch a few hours of sleep. And we go on and on and on with this routine. And it's definitely not healthy. And next day we are cranky and we feel tired and we feel like we cannot focus. And this is what happens when we lose sleep. Yeah, We are less enjoyable. And this Mm -hmm. has to do with relationships. Mm -hmm. But not not only that. One of the things happening there, our uh, brain is losing glucose and is fighting to put that glucose back. The second day. So I would invite everyone listening, if they have this type of routine and they skip some hours, especially the prime time hours, to watch a little bit, to follow, not to follow, but to, to become mindful about their behavior around food the next day. Yeah. And how specific cravings to simply to, to, to become aware of those cravings, such as cravings for sweets, cravings for junk food, for salty stuff, and in general for greasy, salty, and sweet stuff. So this is happening because our brain is fighting to put back the glucose, the lost glucose, and it's it's not helpful. The reason why I wanted to certify myself as a sleep coach was this one. I wanted to understand the link between losing weight yeah. and having a a healthy sleep hygiene. There is a very, very strong link between the two. And there are very interesting studies showing the fact that those people who are able to lose weight more efficiently, they have a healthy sleeping routine. So sleep is there. And then with, with stress and sitting too much, for sitting too much, because I will not go on every single point, I will just mention a few tips and and stuff we can actually take into account. Doing those steps and taking a walk is not so difficult as a strategy, right? You don't need to kill the gym in order to actually turn back the clock. Yeah. And this is when, when people are hearing this, they're like, oh, really? I don't need to actually kill myself in the gym yeah. five times a week? And the answer is no or not necessarily. 
at least not, and if you your first objective would be to lose weight, this is something that I will not, I, I don't usually recommend people doing yeah. that. I recommend them to ditch the whites first. And depending on the person, there are some other uh, specific recommendations for some. Yeah. Uh, it's also intermittent fasting. This is not right or good or suitable for everyone. Um, there might be some other stuff. In my case, for example, is to avoid uh, saturated fats and so on. And then once you are happy with your with, with what you see on the scale, we can take into account weightlifting and, and doing some workouts Everything and else. so on. So taking a walk, doing the steps, it doesn't need to be 10K, even 5 or 7K a day, it's, it's good. This is great for your sleep because you are exposed to natural light. Your body will start producing serotonin. This is the happiness hormone. And then you will prepare yourself for a better sleep later in the night. I oftentimes say your nighttime routine is actually starting in the morning. If you are, if you go outside and expose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's as simple as that. And then going back to those steps, steps, and this is, I, I use uh, this Garmin watch, but there are some other like Apple watch and, and Fitbit and so many, um, so many other brands. Um, and we can see how many calories we burn by taking a walk. And we can also measure that and see how many calories we burn when we do a workout. Mm -hmm. I burn 250 calories when I do a workout. It's a 40, 45 minutes workout. And then I burn 450 calories after one hour, sometimes one hour and a half of getting outside and taking a walk. Right. So it's double. And it's way more efficient, way more efficient. And we are not getting tired because workouts are perceived as being stressful by our body. It's, yeah. it's, it's a form of stress for our body. So um, steps, ditching the wise, I would say these two and fixing our sleep. So you're in. Ditch the wise. Take the the steps, make sure you are super disciplined with your daily steps and then go to bed as early as possible and sleep as as long as you can, around seven, eight hours ideally. These three strategies would be enough to see significant changes on the scale and in the way you feel, on the way you feel. I love this. Correct. I love this. I'm writing that down just because I think I'm going to name that the title. Um, how can we find you? So let's say we want to work with you. How do we find you? There are a few ways. Um, the First of all, I would invite everyone to download our, uh, there is a free guide. And I love, love, love to offer gifts. So this is yes. at 10yearsback.com. And 10 is written not as a figure, it's written 10. One zero. So mm-hmm. 10 years back, 10 years back.com. This is where everyone can find this free guide with 10 anti, uh, not anti, but um, uh, slow aging uh, secrets, my favorite mm-hmm. strategies for turning back the clock. So this is one. The second one is uh, keepglowing.com. And this is where we announce our free masterclasses. This again mm. is a free resource for everyone, and then can uh, where then can they can? Sorry, <laughs> it's late. You see, <laughs> I used to go early to bed. She's so. like, I'm ready to go to bed, Veronica. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It, it's third one. It's connectwithlarissa.com. Okay. And this is where everyone can book a free discovery call with me. We can have a chat. I can explain. First of all, I will. I would like to understand uh, where they are in their journey, what are their struggles, and how can I help? Yeah. And I'm usually very honest. If I can't help, I will be very honest with with them and tell them I cannot help you. Sorry, <laughs> it's not it's not my it's not my area of expertise. Yeah. Um. So this is these are the three. So free guide, free masterclass, and then free session with me. Awesome. Ladies, we will have all of this information in the show notes. Larissa, this was an absolute 
pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, You look absolutely amazing. And I think you and I are the same age. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I need to get more (laughs) sleep. (laughs) Thank you so much for just your honesty, your education, and all of your guidance. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right now. That's right. Right now. Today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there. This is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. 
We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addictive Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictivemind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.